Welcome to the Social Chameleon Show, where it's our goal to help you learn, grow, and transform into the person you want to become. Today, I'm talking with Batista Grimaud, a former international professional performer in ballet and Spanish dance. Batista is a visionary in her field, certified in hands-on healing, intuitive readings, and clearing and energy clearing. Batista's longtime passion in dance, quantum physics, and metaphysical science inspires her to help busy women over 40 to achieve greater integration of body, mind, and spirit. She does this through the practice of strengthening the body and mind with the body design formula, prescription training, strength coaching system. She is a number one best-selling author and the co-creator of the Feminine Body Design, the only prescription strength training system, mentoring system. She's also certified personal trainer and Batista's strength in training includes structural realignment of the spine and injury prevention. She's the co-founder of the International Institute of Body Design, where they help busy women and men over the age of 40, look and feel 15 years younger and get 20 to 50% stronger and potentially become 100% pain-free with Dr. Fitness USA's proprietary system. We go over all of these different types of things that she, she, she does, how she got into this, um, her journey from, from being um, in the ballet and, and dance and, and all the injuries and things she had went through and sustained over the years and how that led her into this field, connecting with uh, Dr. Fitness himself, um, which we'll, we'll talk to a little later on in a different episode. And, and then she started diving into all these different things and bringing all these different backgrounds and elements of things that she had in her life, really brought it all together to this really awesome system and this, this great philosophy that's really coming into its own today with all this new research and stuff that going on. We talked a lot about these different types of things. We talk about so many different types of um, success stories they've had, as well as the, the kind of the fundamentals and the methodology behind their system and their training, where strength being the core of it, and some misconceptions around that, especially with women, how they feel um, they're going to get bulky and, and stuff like that. We really kind of dispel some of these myths. It's a really a amazing conversation. There's a lot of information here, guys. And really, that's what it is. A lot of this stuff is out there, and it's been known for years. And, you know, I've only come across it maybe in the past five, six years and really kind of relearned a lot of these things I knew um, when I was younger from, you know, late 80s, early 90s and stuff where we were really behind in that. And that's where a lot of us are really kind of stuck. And they really bring us, help bring this information and these different techniques back into, you know, the 20th, 21st century here. And I think, if, you know, if anything you guys take away from this is there's a better way to exercise, a better way to be in the gym. And their system offers the ability to just be doing this once to three times a week at the most for less than an hour. Um, I believe it, it was 20 to 30 minutes or something along those lines. We get into all these different things. I hope you guys really enjoy this amazing, wide-ranging conversation with Batista. Welcome, Batista, to the Social Chameleon Show. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much for reaching out and putting this together. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to share Yes. All that great stuff with you. Yeah, you guys got a lot of stuff too. I was uh, I was digging around on your site and, and things and there's so much great information I'd really like to talk about. But the thing that stood out to me to begin with was um, you, you went from from being being a, uh, in the ballet and the Spanish dance and then to all the way to this. How did this happen? Where did this go? And how, how did this journey kind of go from, from that to, to where you are now? Yeah, that was a very, very... Um, Deep career transition I made 10 years ago. I was a ballet dancer. I started ballet when I was three years old. Wow. 
at uh, when my um, early 20s I had a, an injury I broke my foot which ended my ballet career but I had already fallen in love with flamenco dancing so I made a transition into flamenco dancing and that was my career all the way up to 10 years ago mm -hmm. so what happened 10 years ago is I found myself in a predicament. I had a lot of injuries from dancing and from some car accidents that I had, you know, when I was younger. And I had had chronic back pain, neck pain for like over 25 years, 30 maybe, I don't know, time flies. And, uh, but everything was getting worse. My condition, my physical condition, you know, dancing is very demanding and I was very, very busy. I had a very fulfilling full career, uh, teaching, dancing, performing. I had a dance studio, a dance company, an arts education program. I mean, I was going nonstop, mm -hmm. but my body was really suffering mm -hmm. from, from that. Yeah. And I was, I was really in a, in a bad spot. And my, my passion is, aside from dancing and physical activity and, and all that, is metaphysical science and spirituality and quantum physics and all this stuff. So I've been studying these fields for many, many years. And one day I woke up in a meditation class, kind of like woke up, mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I, and I thought, I, I've been doing this for so many years. So I know we have the power to manifest, we have the power to create, and I had done a pretty good job at all the other areas in my life, but my body was still falling apart. And I thought, well, wait, there is a disconnect. Mm -hmm. Something is missing. And then I looked around and I saw all my friends in this room, you know, meditating and working with energies and <laughs> all that good stuff. And I realized that, you know, they're beautiful people, but they're also, their body was falling apart too you know, overweight, underweight, neck pain, back pain. So I said, wait a minute. So here we are learning about how to create uh, our reality or we, we learn how this body, mind, spirit integration that everybody speak about in, in the spiritual community. And so where is the body in all this? And I, and I, and I saw a gap. You know, mm -hmm. and at that moment, I made a decision that I was going to fill that gap. I wanted to create something in my life that would change that and give me my body back so that I could just really be whole and not have that gap. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I organized the, a meditation with all my friends, you know, I was really involved with the meditation and I was holding weekly meditations in my studio. I had a dance studio at the time. And I expressed that, what I just said, right. you know, I explained to them that tonight the topic and the goal of this meditation is that we will find the gap, the gap between body, mind, and spirit. So we did a mock-up board and everybody did their thing that they were lacking and me, I put like, you know, I really like did it, did everything I knew of in the field I, I did, and the very next next day, the very next day, I met Stephen, Doctor Fitness USA. Wow. The next day, <clears throat> okay, and of course, <laughs> sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes you wish for something, mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah. But it doesn't exactly come in the way you imagine, right? right? right, right. So, so I never thought that 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 my wish would come in that shape and form, <laughs> you know. But what happened is we met by accident, you know. Of course, there's no accident. But I was in a, I was having a, a, a lunch meeting with um, uh, the owner of a restaurant where I was putting a show, mm -hmm. okay, together. And Stephen happened to come for lunch mm -hmm. at that place, and I was waiting for the owner of the restaurant. And Stephen was at the bar waiting for his lunch. Mm -hmm. So we made eye contact and then he walked by, you know, I was like on the way to the bathroom kind of, you know, so he pretended he was, you know, <laughs> going to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, and then he kind of stopped by my table and, and he said, hi, who are you? <laughs> uh. And I said, I am Batista. And then I looked at him, you know, and, I said, well, who are you? And he said, I am an international body designer. That's one way to introduce yourself. <laughs> and I said, that's what I need. Right. <laughs> okay. So then, of course, he invited me for a consultation. And, you know, to make a long story short, mm. I, I realized that the conversation that he was having with me was something that I had never heard before. Mm. I had done everything. I, had, I was a dancer. I was into fitness. I was healthy. I had done all the, the spirituality, all the uh, healing modalities, all everything, chiropractor, you name right. it, right? Mm -hmm. I had tried everything. But there was something about his conversation that was different. And so I decided, you know what? When you wish for something and it comes, you got you got to open the door. You got to go gotta for it, it right. right? Yeah. And uh, and I hired him. That's it. I hired him. And it wasn't cheap, so I paid him a lot of money I didn't have. <laughs> 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 but what happened is within a couple of weeks, my injuries were gone. Wow. My backache, like in a couple of days. Wow. The shoulder took a little longer, mm -hmm. you know? But it was like it was like something that was like a miracle. What can I tell you? Yeah. And so then I got very curious, right? And I started. Re I said, "What? What's you know?" Because this is all based on weight lifting, mm -hmm. and I was a dancer and I was in pain. Mm -hmm. Weight lifting was the last thing on my mind, right? You know, yeah. <clears throat> And I became very curious. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of history, I started researching and, and writing and staying very close to him because I wanted to pick his brain and know everything. And of course, we fell in love. We oh. got married. And then, you know, and then uh, I decided uh, to just go in business with him. Uh -huh. It made sense. Right. By then, you know, I'd been dancing over 45 years. I was kind of ready to actually change my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I decided to make that career transition, and here we are. What a what a great not only your story, but just <laughs> a love story as well. It so happens that you were looking to fix your body, heal your body, and then you found the love of your life, and you just got both, know, got huh? both things out of it. It's so amazing. I know, huh? You, you, sometimes you you 
you wish too small. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was just wondering about my body yeah, back. Right. I just wanted my back pain to go away. And then I didn't, I didn't, wasn't asking for, you know, to fall in love and stuff. And that's so funny. Exactly. So what, what did you guys find out that was your problem with all these injuries? Was it not enough recovery? What was the underlying problem you were having? That's a big story, and that has been a 10 years uh, research, you know, and I have to tell you that I understand it now in a very, very different way. People that have pain and injuries, they're trying to just fix the pain or the injury, and they're not looking at the body as a whole, <clears throat> okay? So where you, in order to heal, you need to put the body back into balance from the inside out. And that has many different aspects of, of that. Okay, one is, for example, postural alignment, mm -hmm. because the posture, the spine, is what holds your body. And when you start having misalignments, mm -hmm. then you start compensating, and then it creates stagnation, then the energies can't flow. So one of the things is posture, and also correcting muscular imbalances, mm -hmm. because again, when you compensate, you know, it puts the body out of balance, and it's all about being in balance. But I have to tell you that because my background is in spirituality, I found some other principles that are contributors of these healings that people are having with this method. And some of those are, for example, the principles of grounding, mm -hmm. grounding the body through the workout and of course always relating to working out. Because when the body is grounded and feeling secured, and then you can really increase a person's strength by that extent, which in our program is 20 to 50%, right. sometimes very quickly, then it just creates an incredible amount of endorphins to the brain, mm -hmm. which is a healing neurochemical, right. you know, and, uh, it, and it's a contributor of the healing factor. Now I did, put a series together that explains all these factors and it's actually running at 11 o'clock every Friday morning where I explain, I, this is the closest I ever got to explain what happens okay. in these healings, yeah. you know? So it, it, it airs at 11 o'clock every morning on Facebook and YouTube and all this. Okay. But I explain the grounding principle, the male-female energy, mm -hmm. keeping the male and female energy to balance, in the workout, mm -hmm. people are working out, it's all male energy. Come on, let's do it. Let's. Yeah. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is there's no quick answer. Okay. We got time. I mean, you, whatever you want to share. Uh, it's interesting to me. It's not something you typically hear like you're kind of alluding to. It's it's get to work, you know, get your 15 reps in and let's go and 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 not thinking about the all the other things. Um, I mean, I know... I. Um, I learned a little bit about something, you know, you sprain your ankle and you start tipping to the side and next thing you know, your hips out of alignment and your lower backs out of alignment and your shoulder starts. I mean, I, I understand a little bit of all of these different things, you know, it's like, why do I hurt here? Maybe it's somewhere else that's pulling or tugging or whatever it is. And I understand now, uh, you know, especially as I get older, these things you've got to look at. It's like, you know, my back is sore because my hip is out of alignment because my knee is because I sprained my ankle six years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. 
it's always deferred pain. Right. It starts somewhere and then it shows up like some someplace else. Right. And and a lot of times it doesn't happen right away. It's not like you you hurt yourself and say, oh, here it is and there it is. No, no, no. It, like you said, it happened a long time ago or it's progressive because it's cumulative. Mm. A lot of these... Uh, pains happen over time because because of poor biomechanical movement mm -hmm. okay. that we don't know, right. you know, or, or, or overuse injuries. Like an easy example would be like you look at a tennis player, right. okay, right-handed, always the same motion. Mm -hmm. That's overuse, right. okay, and that creates uh, imbalances in the body and we don't think about it. Mm -hmm. weakness in the body and now you're going to have knee pain or your Achilles is going to come you know and then you're going to um and then you're going to go oh I have a knee pain so now you're going to go to the doctor to fix the knee mm. <laughs> right and it's, and it's just a symptom of all these other th things that have been going on for maybe even years if not even longer or like you were saying overuse or you know improper especially improper technique i I mean, I know I, I had I had hurt my shoulder maybe two months ago, and it was exactly that. It was you know improper technique. I was learning something new, and I, I I was compensating, and I wasn't doing it quite right. And then you know there we go, and about a month and a half now, and finally starting it's starting to kind of heal up, and it's just from you know just that simple thing like that, and you know yeah. It, it, yeah, it's even I was having uh, some wrist pain and then I went to see somebody and they're like, you know, it's coming from your elbow, and I'm like, I think you didn't hear me right. I, my wrist is sore. Like, no, no, it's from back here. And then sure enough, they went and they worked out the tendons on my elbow and my wrist pain went away yeah. the next day. I was like, yeah, I, but I was like all this time I was trying to stretch my wrist and do stuff on my wrist. And I was like, and it, no, it was, it was my, it was from my elbow. It's just so, yeah, so yeah, interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you put the body into balance from the inside out, mm -hmm. then all these things go away, you know? Mm -hmm. And also another thing is when you work with weights, Okay, and your body is ergonomically supported in a piece of equipment, for example, and then you push against that weight, uh, then it acts kind of like an adjustment. Okay. You spine, you know, like, a, for example, we have a, uh, like a leg press, you know, when right. you push with the leg like uh -huh. this, and we have a back support that we use, so it, it puts the back into the slight uh, curvature, mm -hmm into the proper curvature. And when you push against a certain amount of weight mm -hmm. and it's more weight than you think, right. yeah. <laughs> more weight than you think or that you think you're capable of, mm -hmm. it just push the, the bodies into alignment and the vertebrae go <laughs> And there is your chiropractic adjustment <laughs> with the added benefit of building the musculature mm -hmm. right. around the injury because that's the other thing that people are, are not aware of. Mm -hmm. They go to the chiropractor and then they think that's it. Mm. That's not it. The second step after going to the chiropractor is going to the gym and working out on a strength training program so that you can rebuild the musculature around the spine mm. that supports the spine so that your adjustment will hold. Oh, okay. So so let me get this correct if I'm, I'm the way I'm thinking about it. So mm -hmm. 
you're out of alignment. So maybe you're saying like this side muscle is weak and this side muscle is strong and we get back in alignment. That's still true. One muscle side is strong and weak and you need to strengthen both of them together to keep that alignment. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Otherwise, like the next day, your body's back out of, it won't hold. Your adjustment oh, right. simply won't hold. Because the underlying effect is still there. One muscle is stronger or tighter and it's just going to pull it right back to where it used to be. Okay, I see. Exactly. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, so you, are you guys, you guys recommend those types of machines that hold you kind of in a certain position versus like a free weight or just a going up to a squat rack and doing squats of, is it better to use a machine that like you were saying, like a leg press machine that you lay down into and it, it's got some element you're, you're, you're forced to be in that position and then doing the lift versus, you know, just grabbing some dumbbells or, you know, a squat rack. Okay. So there, there's not one solution for all. Okay. Okay. It's not one for all, mm -hmm. but generally speaking, we would prefer, we would favor uh, free weights. Uh -huh. Okay. Because there's more flexibility of movement right. uh, and it's more natural to the body, but it depends on the person. It depends the person's age. Mm. Okay. Because everybody has to be able to lift a certain amount of weight to make the results. Okay. You know, the structural alignment results, then you need to push against weight. Okay. So I give you an example. If you have a man that's 70 years old that hasn't worked out for 50 years, and because we that happens, yeah. right? Oh yeah, life gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you try to put that man on a, a lifting dumbbells, mm -hmm like on a chest press, then he's not going to be able to lift 60, 70, 80 pounds dumbbells. There's no way. Right. So in that case, it would be better to use a machine where, where he could build the strength mm -hmm. that way. You know, so there's no, not one for all. Mm -hmm. um, it depends. Yeah. It, you know, right. because it, you got to get to a certain amount of weight and you got to get there safely. Right. 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 And plus too, I can also see in that example, this, this old man, you know, maybe he never learned how to lift correctly a, a, a dumbbell chest press. And then on top of that, he doesn't have the range of motion maybe necessary or something. And then you're just going to be doing uh, the exercise in, in the wrong way and maybe even creating injury and not even. Exactly. And, uh, and to address uh, squats, mm -hmm. For example, we very, very rarely do squats, especially for with people 40 and up. Okay. And even younger, we find other alternatives, but 40 and up for sure. Mm -hmm. Because when you put a bar on your, sh on your neck, on your shoulders, mm -hmm. it uh, sends pain signals through the spine. It's very hard on the body. Yeah. And we want to relieve pain. We don't want to add it. And a lot of people 40 and up have neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain. And so why put a, a bar over your neck and do a squat? So we find other ways. Even I'm sure hip flexibility is limited. But, you know, most people sit all day long and they don't go out mm -hmm. and stretch. I know, uh, when I started getting back into working out again, stretching and stuff, I noticed, I was like, man, I don't remember my hips being this tight. And it took me a long time to kind of open those back up. And then I found out it's just from sitting all these years in school and Absolutely. work and, you know, in the car and all this stuff. And just so many years of sitting, 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 you, you know, that really locked up. That was really hard to get back to having my hips open up a lot. 
yeah definitely lifestyle so yeah so when we when we set up somebody with a program we really have to look at their lifestyle their age their injuries where they're at you know there's so many things to take into consideration to put a program together for somebody because that's but that's what we do and that's the miracle right and uh and that's how we get people to increase their strength 20 to 50%, sometimes in 20 minutes, sometimes wow. in a couple of weeks, sometimes in six weeks, and uh, and pretty much get pain-free. And it's not something, you know, for me, yeah. in like a matter of days, my back was gone. We just worked with somebody last week. In four days, mm. his knee pain's gone from arthritis. Wow. He couldn't sleep at night at all because of knee pain. And four days gone. But sometimes it takes a little longer, yeah. you know. Right, so right, right. And we and we don't make medical claims either. So don't take me wrong. No, I understand. We just, you know, I'm just saying this based on the people that we work with. And uh, also, it, it, it's a mindset. The person has to have the mindset to believe that it is possible because, you know, a lot of it is into mindset. If you say, oh, yeah, I want this and I'm going to f- um, do it and follow through. Like uh, Stephen worked with somebody 17 years ago, and she said that she had a bone spur in her shoulder. It was excruciatingly painful, you know, and it took her two years. Wow. But okay, that's probably that's, better than surgery, though. Exactly. So, you know, so she had a lot of perseverance. Mm-hmm. Most people would give up, right? Right. But you know what? It was 17 years ago, mm-hmm. okay? And now she's almost 70, and she hasn't had any pains for like 15 years. Wow. And she avoided surgery. And she didn't have surgery. Yeah. So the payoff is huge. Massive. So that, you know, some. Sometimes you just have to stick with it. And that is the longest time of anybody I've heard since I've met Stephen. Mm -hmm. That particular example, that's the longest time it took. Yeah. Everybody else that I've worked with, I've heard with Mm -hmm. uh, about, it was not as long. But still, this one example is there. And do you know that that particular lady, she had to take care of her mother who had Alzheimer's. For six years, wow. so she had to lift her and you know take care of her, wow. and because of the strength she accumulated and the healing of mm-hmm. her injury, right. that she was able to do it and come out of it after six years still pain free. Yeah, and that's the thing you you can't foresee that you never would have known if she would have not persevered or just said, you know what this isn't working after three months, six months, whatever, and just gone and got surgery, she probably could have never helped her mother, which would have put, who, who knows how many other events into, into effect that never had to have happened because of that, that one instance, that one thing that she stuck through that lasted that 10 years, 11 years until her mother needed her help. And then she was able to provide her mother probably a better level of care than she would have ever gotten in any other way. That's very awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. We, you never know huh, yeah. what's coming. Right. And Stephen always says to people, oh, you're going to need your strength. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know. I'm telling you, for me, you know, I had I had such a bad backache. I had seven car accidents wow. in the in the early 80s. Wow. So my chronic back pain came from, from you know, being here, mm-hmm. tumbled. Just it was just like a yeah. 
um, a spell, you know. <laughs> and but I had really chronic back pain, and I I couldn't do anything traveling, going to Europe, or anything lifting, anything, you know. And I danced all these years over with a backache. But I'm going to tell you that a year after I started with Steven's program, I started with him in 2008. In 2009, both my parents passed away. Oh, sorry about that. And I yeah, and it was. It was emotionally very difficult. My parents had lived in the same house for 54 years. They never threw anything away. They were both artists. Mm -hmm. So it was, and they lived in this huge house, a farm with an attic, a cellar. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work right there. But, you know, I was one year into the program and I was able to do this whole thing. It took about six months Mm -hmm. of you know, going through everything and sorting out stuff, right. And uh, not only physically draining, but emotionally. And I was able to take care of it and come back without a backache also. That's amazing. That, that alone has probably helped the situation so much more than you ever would have realized. Because if you had back pain, if you could barely even travel, let alone trying to go through all your parents' things and all your childhood things and all of this, whatever furniture and moving and constant all day long going through that, I mean, that would have just been excruciating for you. Yes, exactly. So, you know, sometimes when things come our way, we don't foresee. Right what's next. And uh, so that's why I always tell people, you know, just when an opportunity happens, just take it, uh, what, take, take the chance because, you know, we talk to a lot of people and they say, Oh, uh, I don't have time. I don't have money. I have to do my business first. I have to, you know, people have a million excuses right. and, and they want the magic pill. They want to take a pill so that they don't have to do the work, mm-hmm. you know, and they think, no, I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. And you know what? You, you got to do it now. Yeah. You don't know what tomorrow brings. You might not be around you know, tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. And I've known a lot of people. I look, I look through my Facebook friends, and I, I see so many people now. I go, oh, that one's no longer. That one's no longer. Mm-hmm. So many people, you know, all of a sudden they're just not here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and then some of these people were people that had no time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I used to be in that camp. I used to think, like, listen, if I go to the gym and all that, like, you know, hour and hour and a half, whatever it is, traveling, doing the work, I was like, I can get a lot more done at, you know, at my business and my office, my different things. And I put it off for years and years. And then, you know, I started thinking about it and I started getting, you know, a little older and I'm, so man, I'm kind of getting a little chubby and I, you know, I haven't really worked out in probably 10 years. And, you know, go to the park with my kid and I'm like, ah, oh, listen, bud, like you go have fun. Dad's going to stand over here for a little bit. And I started thinking, I was like, what, what is, what is, what am I sacrificing? Where, you know, what productivity and all these different things that I'm losing because I won't take one hour out of my day to go work out and, you know, maintain my health and, yeah. and all these things. And I kind of, I kind of came to the conclusion was this one hour I'm taking, whatever it is, you know, let's just call it an hour is worth probably so many more hours in just a day worth being more alert, more cognitively here, you know, more Mm -hmm. productive. You know, I'm probably gaining four or five hours of not spacing out and not being tired and all these things because I spent one hour working out in the morning and, and it's been a huge change in my life. And, uh, and everything in my work, I, you know, I feel like I get so much more done because I'm so, I have so much more energy and, you know, so much, um, I have less, you know, those mental gaps and like, what was I doing? What's that word yes. I'm looking for? There's so many things that come from it. And, and like, you know, last year alone, I lost like over 45 pounds and I wasn't even trying to do anything. I didn't even think I was that fat. 
And I'm like, where did all this go and come from? But I really started stepping up what I was doing, uh, you, uh-huh. know, you know, over the past like, maybe three or four years now. I really, you know, I got back into things and, and it was really amazing. And it's really just been a huge thing. And I, I feel like I get so much more done and I don't work any more time. In fact, I, I work less now. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, you know, okay. So talking about working out every day. So that's great. That's what you're doing in our program, because it's very specific Mm -hmm. and very powerful. You don't even have to work out every day. You can work out uh, one to three times a week for about 45 minutes to an hour and the strength will stay with you. So that's another thing that people say, you know, when you know what you're doing and you have a a prescription, a program, a plan, Mm -hmm. a blueprint, so that when you go to the gym, you go with your program and you go bang 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 you hit it it's done you go home you know that that's that that's an, another thing that you don't even have to go every day right. and about the mental clarity it is so true do you know that i did some research and i um i found out that you know people are so excited about multitasking yeah. oh i'm a yeah. great multitasker right, right. i can do Five things all at once. Do you know that I did some research mm-hmm. and the research shows that multitaskers actually uh, have the brain capacity of like an eight years old because it diminished brain production. Wow. And they compare it to the productivity after you've been up all night or after you've smoked marijuana. <laughs> so, Yeah, I was, reading, you know, I was reading a little bit of that article you wrote and I really want, I actually wanted to get to that because I used to be, like I said, I used to be in that camp too, like, Listen, I got seven things going on simultaneously right now. I'm knocking all these things out. But what? not only did I realize it, and the more research I did about it is, I ain't doing none of these well, if I'm doing them at all. They're really not. Exactly. I, I can't focus on, on this one thing I'm doing. So therefore, and then I also, I don't know if I read or whatever it was, you know, it takes you 20 minutes to come back to focus on the thing you were working on. So it's like you pick up your phone to, to, to do something real quick. That thing you were just working on is going to take you 20 minutes just to get back to that mental state you were just in. Yes. That's a huge, yes. if you imagine if you just stop yourself five times a day, that that's like, you know, several hours of time you're wasting getting back to where you used to be because you're thinking you're, I'm doing so many tasks, I'm multitasking so well, but it's really just a fallacy that's really just kind of going yes. on. Yes. Yeah. It's because people uh, are out of, live outside of their bodies. Mm. You know, they're not grounded. And that comes back to the principles I was telling you earlier. Right. One of the healing principles of the program is we teach people to come back into their bodies. Mm. You know, people are just like in their heads. And, right. You know, they're like, they don't own, they're not in their bodies. Mm. So that when you're not in the bodies, then in your body, you, the body can't heal. Mm. Right. You know, so the first thing is to come back. Yeah. <laughs> and we you know, come back and we do this with strength training. And it's a beautiful way because I tell you, when you got to lift that, those weights, you know, try to push five, 600 pounds, 800 pounds and try not to be in your body at the same time. It doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, Stephen always says it, the, the weight goes up or it goes down, mm-hmm. you know, so you better be here. <laughs> yeah. You better be on the right side of that. <laughs> Yeah. You better, yeah. you know, like, like, like it's you and God at that moment, right. you know, it's exactly. like, Whoa. Yeah, you're not going to be bench pressing, you know, 300 pounds and thinking about what you're having for lunch later. You just can't have I those two think, thoughts. I don't think so. Yeah, no. You know, so it brings you back, you know, and, and what you learn in the gym, then it starts applying into your life. Other things in the life, you know, you got to start somewhere. Right. And for us, so we teach our clients, our students to 
to own their power, to set boundaries, to be grounded, not to multitask, do one thing at a time, you know, and apply these principles not only in the gym, but outside. And it changes lives. Right. And yeah. it creates new neurons in the brain. That was the topic of my last episode I did last Friday. It was a topic on addiction recovery mm. and mental health and strength training. And there's some amazing research on it. Mm -hmm. But the, the good news is that research now is showing that the brain has the capability to rebuild re itself. In yeah. other words, if you can create new neurons in the brain with exercise, and that's where that clarity that you're talking mm -hmm. about earlier, yeah. when you exercise, you do become more clear in the brain for that reason. And that's on the uh, your esoteric podcast that you talked about? That is, yeah, so that is uh, why, I, originally I called it the esoteric principles of bodybuilding, mm -hmm. but people thought it was too far out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you renamed it? Yeah, okay. I, re I renamed it. Why go to the gym anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I'll link to that uh, as well as that episode for you folks. So you guys can go ahead and check that out and listen to that and learn more about that. Yeah, it's, actually, it's fascinating. All the research and the, the, on brain health and, yeah. and, you know, the neurodegenerative diseases are on the rise. Yep. Suicide, yep. teen addiction. Depression. You know, but yeah. You know, and but there's hope. Yeah. So let's grab onto it, yeah. you know, and, <clears throat> and, and and from what I've seen on my side of things is a lot of these things from what I've gathered is it's, you know, it's diet related, it's exercise related, you know, the, the lack of human connection and all these simple things that we're lacking nowadays. Um, and that's why I'm looking at it. And it's, you know, a lot of these things from my point of view, my perspective is. You know, we start changing our diets, we start getting outside, we start walking around and connecting with people. All of these diseases, you know, within reason are just going to start to kind of go away or subside. You know, um, I've heard now they're calling those Alzheimer's type three diabetes. And it's like, you know, we're thinking this is a brain thing or whatever. It's like, no, this is what you were eating when you were 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Now you've got this degenerative brain disease, just the same as yeah. your body's breaking down. And now it's also breaking down your brain. And it's, it's really eye opening to to see that, you know, if we start now and we start changing these things, yeah, we can eliminate, you know, eliminate the diabetes that, you know, people are having, eliminate the depressions, eliminate the, you know, the future of all time, especially if you're at risk of getting that. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, that lady that, um, that I was telling you earlier mm -hmm. that with a shoulder pain yeah. and she took care of her mother mm -hmm. with Alzheimer's. Right. So she, she was very worried that, she would have Alzheimer too because you know they say it could be genetic or things like this. So her mother passed away from Alzheimer's, so she actually went to get a brain scan, mm -hmm. right? And her and they compared her brain to uh, like a uh, thirty years old. Mm -hmm. It was so healthy. Wow! And she yeah, and she had been of course working out uh, on the program for seventeen years, and she swears that it, that's the reason. That's what and I that, also hear too in the medical community that that exercise and working out is as well as diet and, and, and is really keeping brains healthy and slowing down the aging of the brain. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I did some research on the nutrition too, because mm -hmm. the, and it has to do with neurochemicals that travel to the brain. You know, you have the, you have the, 
the positive neurochemicals, endorphins, dopamines, serotonin, and all these things. And then you have the negative uh, neurochemicals such as cortisol, adrenaline, and all this. Right. Now, that is produced by feeling good or feeling bad is the feelings that produce the the neurochemicals in the brain, right? right? right. So, so, of course, exercise produces those good neurochemicals, mm -hmm. but also nutrition because the gut is actually also called the second brain. Right. It's the enteric system, and the, the gut itself has the capability to produce those neurochemicals, mm -hmm. and the certain food that we eat have the power to create those neurochemicals yeah. to the brain, those feel-good neurochemicals, so the nutrition is very, very important as well, and and uh, that's the reason why. Yeah, we have a guest coming up that is uh, a researcher in that in that area, so that's going to be really interesting to dig more into that second brain, that gut biome kind of thing. So that's going to be really fun for you folks to stick around for that as well. Right. Yeah. yeah very yeah, interesting so stuff in that in that field that's emerging. Yes, yes, you know, like the, we say, oh, we have a gut feeling mm -hmm. or, but it's really true yeah. because it, <laughs> you know, it's not just, yeah, I have a gut feeling. Yeah, yeah your gut's telling you something. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually heard that, I guess the, uh, the bacteria in your gut are telling your brain what it wants. So that's why you're having these cravings for, for ice cream or yes. whatever it is, because your gut's like, hey, we need more of that. Bring that sugar down. And, and you're having those cravings because your gut's literally telling your brain, send this stuff down to us. Yes, that uh, is true. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So we have we have a lot of tools to make our lives better. Right. We don't have to be victims. We just have to have education. Yes, and that's really so, what's lacking. Yeah. So that's my uh, my mission. I'm passionate about giving education to people so that they can take the right actions to change their lives. People are suffering, so. Yes. You know, and I'd like to back up just a here a sec here with back to multitasking. Do you have one, two, three tips or something like that that really just you people can just start right now and just just kind of start to cut that out? What 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 do you have for that? Yeah. So first tip is when you go to the gym, leave your cell phone in the car. <laughs> <laughs> leave it at home, in fact. <laughs> leave it at home. <laughs> that amazes me. Yeah. I, most of my day, my phone is off and it's away, it's away from me. Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, because you, you know, I teach gym behavior, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that always related yeah. to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that would be the first, the first thing, you know, because I mean, we go to a gym and it's just mind boggling that somebody would be actually doing an exercise and texting at the same time yeah. why yeah. this is your you time yes. me time yes. this is where i go to to really get empowered and yeah. and take care of myself what are you doing yeah, that, that so drives me nuts I, I i see people all the time they're sitting on the equipment and they're texting or whatever i'm like are you done here could you do that yeah. somewhere else i'm waiting to get there and you're texting <laughs> why yeah uh, so that's, you know, things like this. Also, if you do have, um, if you do make plans to go to the gym for that, for that hour or whatever, then really set that hour aside. Like if you had a toothache, you would go to the dentist for sure. There would not be anything's coming in the way. So plan for the travel time, 
be there, you know, and just really make that a priority. Like that's your appointment with yourself. And of course, I'm not saying to people not to socialize in the gym or say hi to somebody or whatever, but that's the other thing. You know, a lot of times you see a lot of, um, socialization and chit chat and that's great. It's community, mm -hmm. but I don't do that. No, I, I go yeah. to, I hate that. Okay, I'm like, I'll, listen, I'll talk to you when I'm done. Give me like 20 minutes, but I'm here to work out. And then after this is over, we can chat and we can catch up or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, so all this mixing and, it, you know, that's just a waste of time because also when you are on a program and you do your workout, at least in our, in our system is there is a certain music, a certain rhythm that comes with this exercise followed by this exercise followed. So it builds upon one another and if you stop now for half an hour and have a chit chat yeah. then you come back you're just not quite where you need to be you know yeah. even so just even most likely you'll probably just get up and leave already and say you know what i'm done with my workout and just head out of the gym yeah that reminds me of a joke of that that um, that woman that was very sick and she she would go to the gym every day and the, this guy sees her and she's always like sitting and then she leaves and then one day it says, uh, well, I see that you're coming every day and you're sitting on this chair for a few minutes and then you leave. Say, so what's up with that? And she says, oh, yeah, my doctor told me to go to the gym every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think he meant to actually do something while you're there. <laughs> I know. But anyways, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, funny. I, it's funny to say, but I could just see that happening. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So so that's that and in terms of of course multitasking and and working out one thing and it's not it's not exactly on the topic but I think it relates mm -hmm. is that when you do work out, actually write down what you're doing. Mm. You know, and that has kind of uh, also to do indirectly with multitasking because when you actually start writing down what you're doing today i'm doing this 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 and this and i'm doing that much weight this much weight that many reps so you actually have it in writing mm -hmm. now you have something to work with now you can start seeing the patterns mm -hmm. And now you can start improving on it yeah. so that when you go to the gym, you can maximize that time. You can see, oh, you know, now I did this weight and, you know, mm -hmm. I think maybe I, that was too much or, mm -hmm. you know, in other words, you put the tools in your hands that you are in the driver's seat, mm -hmm. not the workout in the controlling you because now you can actually go in with a plan. Yeah. You know, and so because a lot of people, you know, like we're saying, they go to the gym and they hit this machine and that machine and this machine, then they have a new chin chat here, then they're going to do this. So that's part of, of this multitasking topic, because when you think about it, okay, if you apply this principle in your life, mm -hmm. then it's the same thing. Make a plan. Right. You know, I'm going to do this today and I'm going to dedicate so many hours and I'm going to get so much done and then I'm going to do this. So you plan things mm. ahead and then stick with it. So that's kind of a couple of things I can think of. Was that helpful? No, absolutely. No, absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 you know, those some of those things I never used to do before. Um, when I lifted, you know, and I, and I uh, in high school and, and college stuff for sports and stuff, we just go in and we do whatever the workout the coach did. And then as I got older... 
you know, like when I went back to the gym after, oh, I probably wasn't in the gym for like 10 years. And I, I kind of wandered, I, you know, I got to get back into wandering the gym. I'm like, wow, what am I doing today? I'm trying to drive there. I'm like, what am I going to do today? I don't know. And then I get in the gym and I'm just kind of wandering around. Like what feels good today? Maybe a little leg press. I don't know. Maybe a little, you know, and then I was like, and then I started thinking about, I was like, what am I, I don't have any idea what I'm doing here. I have no plan of what I'm doing. Yeah. So, then I so started, what are you doing now? Yeah. And I just, I just wandered around the gym for, you know, how long have I been here? I'm here for like an hour and a half. I haven't done anything. You know, so then I started, you know, I got to come out since I, I got some plans together and then, and then I started doing a little log. I never even thought, of, I just thought that was for weirdos. I was like, I don't need a log. Like I know how much I can lift, but I started looking, you know, looking back at it and go, you know, I haven't really progressed in this exercise. I'm still doing the same weights. I'm like, I, I need to figure out either why, or I need to start challenging myself, you know? And then it was really nice to have that log and look at, you know, six months of progress and where did I start? Where, where am I at now? How much have I gone up? Have I really gone up any? Am I feeling better? That's a really, yes. really good t- tips. I, I really benefit a lot from those. Yeah, good. So you've experienced I that. Have, That's excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, does, it does really help. Excellent. Yeah. Do you also keep a calendar of when you're actually going to the gym? So you have a visual. I actually, I, um, I have it on my calendar. I have it just repeat. Um, I do, um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and, and it's blocked off. There's no ifs, ands, okay. or buts about it. My children know, my wife knows, listen, this is the time. And like, you know, before when I, when I first started doing it, you know, it was kind of boring to my son when he was little and he's like, dad, you know, stay home today. I'm like, listen, maybe, maybe right now, uh, you want me here, but I would rather be around when, when, when you're older and I'm 60, 70, 80 years old and, and I, we have all that extra time now is I can die at 50 or I can die at 90. Or what do you, what would you rather have? And he was like, I get it, dad. I'll see you later. Have a good day. And never <laughs> again, did he ever question, Hey, skip a workout today or something, dad. And, but everybody knows like, this is the time. Not only is it for me, it's for my health. Mm-hmm. And it's also for the longevity of me being around here is the best I can control with you folks and having, you know, a long life together as a family. Excellent. That's what it's about. Absolutely. Yeah. I I have a a question. I can maybe change gears a little bit here, but you had mentioned it earlier and I also read it about, about you. So you you took, you know, how did you get this idea to combine dance, quantum physics and medical science, metaphysical science? What is all that? And how did you get all this together? Where did that idea come from? They seem like three completely different things that seem to work for you in some way. How, How did you get to this? Well, you know, I don't think there are three different things. I think that they're very connected I, because we are one person and we the metaphysical science is the spiritual science of the, the energetic, the energy mm-hmm. by, by which we, we operate, the universal laws that govern our universe and what we do. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't feel, I don't think that they are not connected at all. I think it is all connected. And um, and for me is when I met Stephen. I told you earlier in the show is I made that intention that I wanted to fill the gap because I saw that on this side there were the spirituality and on this side there was the body and we're talking about grounding the body or integration between body mind and spirit and for me there was a gap mm. and I prayed and I and I visualized that I would fill that gap. And when I met Stephen and I had the results that I had with his program, I knew that that was that piece of the puzzle that I was missing, Mm. that I had asked for. So it had been in my consciousness to start connecting those dots. 
Okay. But it was very, very overwhelming because even though I felt it, I lived it, I knew it for myself, I didn't quite know how to express it or how it would really come across. Mm -hmm. And so it's been 10 years in the making, okay? Mm -hmm. So last year, I met a gentleman, uh, Tyson Bannigan from the Extraordinary Healing Arts Academy, which is all about metaphysics and and all that area. Mm -hmm. And he became a student. And I pitched the idea to him. <laughs> of that, yeah. right? And uh, he loved the idea, and um, and so we put together that show, the Esoteric Principles of Bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. It was that thirteen-part series, which we ran last year, and with his help, mm -hmm. because that was he was able to kind of support me into yeah. kind of wording it, and and you know, and. Uh, and that is also the topic of my next book, Stronger Than Medicine, which is long time in the making, uh, because it will talk about this. And now with the Why Go to the Gym Anyway right. series, yeah. I really feel that I got a grip on it. I'm really able to express those connections, not only intellectually, you know, saying, oh, because of this or because of that, but to put it into practice, mm -hmm. because in those shows, I'm actually taking it to the gym. Okay. And saying, you see, when you do this exercise, you're not grounding. When you do this exercise, you're grounding. This is how it works. Mm -hmm. If you want to open the heart, then you need to do this exercise. You don't need to do this exercise. So I'm able to pinpoint some things and really put, put it together and now it's the closest I ever got. And I am on my sixth episode. I'm on my seventh episode. I just did six mm -hmm. last Friday about addiction recovery right. and mental health. I have extensive background in the field of mental health with my family. Mm -hmm. And so I've done a lot of research. And, uh, and I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Keep tracking. Yeah, no, I, I like I said, I was looking at the stuff you're doing. It's very fascinating, and it's very fascinating science and research. And it's such a great time we live in now. Where we have so much of these things available, so many resources, and they're so easily accessible. A lot of these things were only accessible to the wealthy and the, you know, maybe even just the universities or even a subset of even that before. Now it's, and we can go on PubMed and you can read every paper that comes out, or you know, you can connect with all these amazing people like yourself and what you folks are doing, really bridging all these things together it's such a great time to be living in now and heading forward with the internet. It sure is. Yeah. Once upon a time, we have to go to the library yeah. and yes. Yes. <laughs> My kids don't understand. It's like, when you want to look up a word, you better have a dictionary in your house. Now you just talk to this dang speaker over here and it tells you all about it. You guys got this stuff easy. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we got to take advantage of it. We right? do. We do. I yeah. I learn so much every day because, like I said, it's so easy. Just I just ask my phone. I have smart speakers around the house, littered throughout the house. And it's just easy to ask, you know, how to spell something. What does this mean? What is this word? What's a synonym? You know, yes. my, my son asks the craziest questions and I, and I learn, you know. Uh -huh. he asks me I'm, exactly. like, I'm like, listen, buddy, I have no idea. Like, you know, I was like, let's, let's ask Google. And, and then we all learn together and we, and we grow. And then the questions build and build and build. It's such an amazing, amazing tools. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now I wanted to ask, what is it about 
that 40 and, and up age range that, that either, you know, attracted you guys, or you guys saw a problem there. What, what happens in that, in that time um, with, with it's just with women or, or with men or both? What's, what's that 40? Why is that such a magical number for you guys? Because that's when the hormones start changing. Mm. And you don't know, you don't see it coming. Yeah. Things change in the body for men and women. Mm -hmm. Different results in both men and women. So there's two different uh, aspects of things that are going to start happening. But that's, uh, I'm telling you, that's the age where, where things change. The body change, the... Um, yeah, it's, it's hormonal. So now you're, if you're not doing something about it, now you're going to age really quickly. So you're talking about like um, estrogen and like testosterone kind of things, or is there some other things that maybe isn't in why? Yeah, that, that's where it starts. Okay. Absolutely. Men start losing testosterone mm -hmm. that uh, now the, the body can't heal as well. Now the man, the older the man gets, the more feminized it gets. Mm -hmm through the loss of testosterone, then you start in losing muscle mass. Well, muscle loss starts at as early as age 30. Wow. But from 30 to 40, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know it, right? right? But 40, it accelerates. Then, then that's where the muscle loss um, happens. Then you have uh, posture that starts shifting. Then you have weight gain, weight loss, osteoporosis. It's a snowballs. Okay. Then it affects the mind. It affects the way you behave. Women is the other other way around. Women uh, produce more progesterone, which is the male hormone. So women become more intellectual, but still with the uh, with the hormone change, the muscle loss, then the metabolism changes, slow down, weight gain. You know, so things shift and they shift fast. 30 to 40, you don't see it. 40 to 50, you go, ooh, I don't know. I don't, why am I, why did I gain 10 pounds? Or uh, why am I not, you know, I'm not like in top, on top of my game. You can't handle stress mm -hmm. as well. So stress has a, a more effect mm -hmm. on the body. And then if you don't do anything by 60, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So you guys have found through your, your research and your um, practice and stuff that that this type of weight training is is really is it slowing this down? Is it holding it off? Is it reversing any of this kind of stuff? It's the fountain of youth. Mm. It's the fountain of youth. There's no way around it. Okay. It will slow down the aging process and it will give you years of your life back. It will rebuild bone, rebuild muscle mass. If you do it properly, it will rebuild your posture, realign your posture, correct muscular imbalances. It's the fountain of youth. And it's, it's beyond anything, beyond aerobics, beyond Pilates, beyond yoga, and it's now becoming scientifically proven. Mm -hmm. You see, people are still in their mind thinking about strength training as uh, Arnold with the big muscles and it's for guys or, you know, you're going to get bulky and no, 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 no. It, we, we, this is kind of still been with your flip phone. Mm -hmm. Technology has changed. And now there's enough research, even like we talked earlier, it recreates neurons right. in the brain. Right. Now, now, aerobics and these types of activity also, right? Mm -hmm. But strength training specifically because of the muscle building um, 
aspect of it beyond anything else has far more benefits, anti-aging benefits than anything else, period, guaranteed. So that's what you need to do. And when you are 40 and up, mm -hmm. you better start doing more strength training, less aerobics, less of anything else, because that's when you need it the most. As a matter of fact, if you do too much aerobics, mm -hmm. it can have opposite effects because the body now, because you're losing muscle mass and aerobics doesn't build muscle mass. So now the danger is that you're going to start using muscle tissue for energy, which we will create even more problems. Mm -hmm. And then it will create more cortisol in the body, which is the stress hormone. neurochemical. Right. Yeah, stress hormone. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, 40 is when you got to do it. And if you start earlier at 30, mm -hmm. then it's like building a bank account, right? right? So good. If you're younger, do it for prevention so that by the time you get 40, you're not, in a, you know, you have already maintained. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't done it, poof. Yeah. No, I, I hear you that. Those are things that I'm lucky I learned um, in my mid thirties. I, I got to stop, uh, you know, cause I, I, what I thought was, I don't know, whatever it was, 20, 22 or something. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm no longer, I'm no longer going to be a professional athlete. Like I wanted to be, I'm no longer, you know, really doing anything. I'm not playing these sports and stuff. I was like, why do I need to be lifting weights? I was like, I don't need to be doing this. And, and then from, well, I don't know, 20 something to in my mid thirties, I was like, Oh, wow. I was like, something's changing here. And I don't, I don't yeah. like this. And I really never thought about it. I started learning about these things. And I was like, oh, if I just go on a treadmill, if I just go for a run and I learned that, well, that's just stupid. You're just, you're just staying fat, if not getting fatter doing those things. And you're not building bone yeah. density and stuff. And you're going to be, I'm, I started learning all these things. And I'm like, holy cow, like, where was this information? Why didn't they teach us this? You know, especially when I was playing sports and stuff, all these things they never really taught us. And I guess the science wasn't there and the things weren't there. And we had the old school mentality of things you know yes um our conditioning was running 20 laps around the football field and and, and come to find out that's probably the worst thing we could have been doing it really wasn't making us yes. any more conditioned and uh, stretching wasn't a big thing they're like you know stretching before a game and stuff was a joke we just kind of all pretended like we did something the coaches were perfectly fine with that and then i started learning that yeah. Yeah. all all these things and, and i'm glad you guys are the kind of people out there getting out there and, and getting people off these treadmills and the stuff i go to the gym and I'm just like you're fat and, and you're on trouble, you're just going to stay fat, if not get fatter. Yeah. You know? and, and, the, and the other thing is, uh, we laugh because I don't know where you are, but, you know, we're in California, okay? Mm. So sunny California. Yeah, I'm in Arizona, and, sunny 95% of the time. Yeah. So, you know, so we go to the gym and then people are on the treadmill. They're not taking advantage of the equipment and the weights. They're on the treadmill. Go take a walk. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Right. You know, so get fresh air, yeah. clear your mind, yeah. and then go to the gym and use the equipment. Yeah. So, yeah, so people, but it's it's just a lack of education yeah. and awareness, you know, so, absolutely. and there's a lot of it. So that's mm. why we're here talking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I love getting sound like, I, you know, I, I tell my wife, I'm like, she's like, oh, I'm going to go on the treadmill elliptical for a bit. I was like, look around the gym. Where are all the fat people at? They're over there on the treadmills and the ellipticals. Where are all those, the fit people at? They're on the weights. We're going that way. We're not going that way. We want to go for a walk. We have this beautiful walking trail. That's the thing I like to live in my hair in Arizona. We have this beautiful, the city makes these beautiful walking trails and they're just absolutely gorgeous. And it's two minutes from my house and it's just long miles and miles of trails. And it's so great to get out and just get fresh air 
and and leave your phone behind and just look around yes. the birds and the nature and get some of that sunshine on your face. And yeah, it's the more we can do these things like this, the more you know, podcasts and YouTube and all these things that are available and yes. they're all free and they're all so easily accessible. We can start educating not only ourselves, I'm learning here, um, and I constantly am I'm learning stuff. And, and we can just be build a better, healthier society. America, we can get away from this stigma we're in. We're just fat and overweight and it's just going the wrong way and we don't know what's wrong. We do know what's wrong. We just, we just don't want to look at it. We don't want to educate ourselves. You know, the doctors and everybody, they're so far behind. And, and I know that yeah. they have a hard time and they have a hard job and keeping up with research is not easy, but we've got to look and say, the shit we've been doing for 30 years is not working. In fact, it's getting worse. Where's mm-hmm. the research? Where are the people that are doing this right? And we got to seek them out. And when you find them, you got to share it with your family and friends. We all can, starting today is not the best time, but it's the second best time. And that's where we really got to get into this and get going. That's right. <laughs> and then speaking of these misconceptions stuff, what are some more that you see in your industry? What are the, 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 the ones that just drive you up the walls? Okay, so that one is the, the, the big one, aerobics versus weight training. And then you have weight training is uh, going to make you bulky. I hear that from women all the but, uh, time. I can't lift weights. I'm, I don't want to be a big bodybuilder. I'm like... <sighs> women don't have the enough testosterone to get bulky. Right. It just doesn't going to happen. The, the women competitors, mm-hmm. the body women competitors... They are taking supplements and drugs to get bulky like that. Right, right. You know, so that's one thing. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of work to even build a muscle. Yeah. So, ladies, <laughs> you're not, <laughs> it's not going to happen. You're not going to yeah. get bulky. You know, yeah. you'll be lucky if you get toned and, you know, yeah, but that's nice when you, see, when you see, uh, you know, in my perspective, when I see a woman, she has nice toned uh, deltoids in her arms. I'm like, there we go. Like, that's a good look. Instead of that, like, I like to call it uh, whatever I heard it, that skinny fat where you see these people are skinny, but you look at them, you're like, you're kind of flabby and like, yeah. you're like, I, you're not in shape. Yeah. So women that come and see us. Okay. They, they go, not every woman. Right, I don't yeah. want to generalize, yeah. but many. All right. They go, oh, I don't want to, I want to be feminine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I want to, uh, my husband doesn't like muscles or I, I, I want to look feminine. I don't want any muscles mm-hmm. and this and that. <laughs> the men that come and see us, they look at the pictures of the women on our walls uh-huh. with, with, and they drool. <laughs> I want my wife to look like that. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So you see the disconnect? Yes. The women say, oh, my man, my, my husband, my, my significant other just loves me the way I am and I, I want to be feminine. I don't want any muscle. And that same man comes into our office and he's drooling over the muscles. We got to stop muscles lying are- to each other. We got to be straight up and tell each other, communicate. You see? Yeah. So that's, that's a big misconception. Okay. And so... I will guarantee you, ladies, men do like muscles on a woman. I'm not talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger type muscles. No, I'm talking about a strong, toned, Mm -hmm. sculpted body. Because when you are going to the gym and you are building your 
strength. Mm-hmm. With strength training, your man knows that you're taking care of yourself, that you're strong. And when you are strong, you're going to be more likely to show up for your life, mm-hmm. to be present and to be there and to live longer also. So, and muscles are attractive on a woman. Sorry, it is very feminine. Yeah, no, it so is. That- I absolutely agree. Now, those are, and those are every single reason why you should be not only encouraging your significant other, you should also be doing that for yourself as well. You know, exactly. That, that's, that, that's a really, really, I I love that plan. I I just love that, that perspective on that. Yes. Another thing that we get a lot from our perspective is um, people say, well, don't personal trainer do what you do. Mm -hmm. And that, (laughs) again, it has to do with education, but uh, we, we, work on muscular imbalances, we work on postural alignment, we work on things that are beyond the scope of personal training knowledge. And I don't say this to be derogatory or to put any profession down. I am a personal trainer as well, so I've done the courses, I know what we learn in personal training school, right? right, right. It's posture alignment is not it. Muscular imbalances is not it. Uh, Getting pain-free is not it. As a matter of fact, many personal trainers, the more they beat you up, the more you think you're working, the more, you know, like we have friends that are personal trainers. They they say, oh, you know, if my client is not barfing after the session, he he hasn't worked hard enough. I mean, you know, you... You know what I mean? And these are friends, professional friends, you know, and we go like, oh, okay. Well, you know, but that says a lot for the client. What what people think that if if you get beat up like that, Mm -hmm. you're really going to make progress. You see, we look at sustainability. We look at fitness like like creating a business. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when do you want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Where do you want to be in your 90s? So that's what you have to do. It's like putting money in the bank. It's like building capital. So in our program, we start by building strength, Mm -hmm. 20 to 50%. That's your capital. You need strength. I saw a poster, uh, AARP poster the other day. It made so much sense. Strength is not optional. Oh, yes. Right. You need strength. Yeah. Yeah. It affects everything you do in your life, not only the way you carry your grocery, but how you, everything. Yeah, opening jars and stuff, yeah. yeah. Everything, okay, strength is not optional. You need your strength. So you need to to do something about it because you lose it if you don't build it. I I learned that the hard way. I was like, I spent 15 years getting this strong. I can't possibly lose it in, in, in three years. And boy, does it go fast. It does. It goes so fast. It does. So that's the first thing we do, build the strength, 20 to 50%. Yeah. Okay? Then we work on stress management because that's the number one killer. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's stressor. So we work on stress management, strengthening the nervous system. It goes hand on hand mm-hmm. with building strength, strengthening the nervous system. Your physical strength, when you're grounded and empowered, will affect your emotional state. Now you become centered, calm, quiet, clear. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stress goes 
slows down. Then we work on posture so that the neurochemicals can flow freely to the brain. Now, you know, we know neurochemicals control the way we feel, the way we talk, the way we behave, right? Mm. But if they can't reach the brain because you're like this, then you have a problem, right? Wherever there's stagnation, there's disease. So we need to correct that. We need to get everything to flow properly, Mm. all right? So we work on that. So you see, we have a whole series of principles that we incorporate, that are incorporated into the programs. These principles are universal principles that make the success of this formula, of this training that we do. And that is not even close to what personal trainer do. So, you see, for us, when you say, what is your frustration a lot of time? Mm-hmm. Well, I work with a personal trainer. Well, didn't you hear a word I said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, one other thing I learned too is, is when we're slouched down, we're, we're, we're hunched over and we're tightened up, our breathing suffers. I never thought about that, you know? Yes. And you're not, we're not getting enough oxygen into ourselves, which... We all, I hope we all know that our body depends so much on getting, not only getting it in, but also getting it out and clearing it out of the blood and all that stuff. And, and I, I don't know what I was listening to or watching or where I was and people talking about, I haven't had a deep breath like this in years. I'm like, well, how do you breathe? I don't even understand that. But yeah, such these little things that just pass by us that we just don't even think about are so related and so, so much, not only in our health and our wellness and our stress, you know, it, it's so, it's so crazy when you start learning about this, how these all just blend together and they really feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because we're all connected. Yeah. It's, it's a whole, and you got to take the body as a whole, not as pieces like this. And that's the answer. But that's how we've, we've really kind of been conditioned. You know, you, something wrong with your ankle, you go see an ankle doctor, something wrong with your shoulder, you go see a shoulder doctor. There's no doctor, you know, even a general doctor's like, He's just going to point you into the doctor you need to go see that. And, and, and the shoulder doctor isn't listening to the back doctor that's listening to the hip doctor. And these guys aren't talking and they're all telling you something different versus a lot of these new doctors they have now, which I think there's potential there. The functional medicine, I, I'm sure you were, where they look at the whole body and, and, and from nutrition to, to all these different things mm-hmm. that you're saying, that's kind of the approach seems from my perspective, that's really going to start to change some of these things and, and let people know that, you know, these ailments and these different things, they're all connected and you got to, you know, change this to change that so you can get rid of that back pain. Yes, exactly. So yesterday we went um, to our to our dentist that is a student mm-hmm. and uh, she was one of our, our great success stories because she used to have um, three surgeons told her to have immediate surgery on her sh- uh, shoulder because she had a, a torn ligament. Wow. Okay. And it was uh, six years ago, that was the time where we met her, mm-hmm. and she chose to go on our program instead of going for surgery. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we saw her, and now it's six years, okay, because the thing is that I have not said it yet in this show is that we work always on education and making the person um, independent Mm -hmm. so that they can continue to do the program on their own. So we don't work like a personal trainer uh, on hourly basis. So, you know, so we learn, we teach education, right? Yeah. So the, the, 
the lady took the program um, six years ago and she's still training on the system. Mm -hmm. She goes one to three times per week, you know, so she's not a gym rat. Right, right. And uh, and so yesterday we went to to see her and uh, we got a great testimonial from her. Fresh, I'm going to post it on our website today. Yes, yes. And she said this. She said that when she met us six years ago, not only she was on the verge of having uh, surgery, mm -hmm. she was told by her orthopedic surgeon that she had now um, osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. She had so many pains in her body everywhere. They couldn't diagnose it, knees, back everything they thought it might be fibromyalgia mm. she was like a complete mess she says that the doctor fitness usa's program has not only saved her life it has saved her career because she would have had to literally stop dentistry right. okay and now six years later she has no pain wow that's amazing it has all it has all disappeared. As a matter of fact, she said that the day before she was cleaning up her garage and she was lifting those huge boxes and, you know, wow. and she says, and she says, yeah, because you are powerful. Yeah. And, you know, so, so that's strength. Yeah. That's living pain free. People don't realize that it is accessible. I, I'm doing a lecture locally in a in a few two weeks and i met this person and i said oh come to my lecture i'm doing a lecture on on being pain-free and he looks at me like pain-free yeah. like and i said what is it you don't understand about pain-free it's a well it's very vague and i said well it's an older gentleman who obviously doesn't work out you can see right right, right. and i said and i said do you have a backache in the morning yeah do you have knee pain? Yeah. Do you have arthritis? Your joint hurts? Yeah. Well, how would you like to get up without that? Oh, that's great. I would like that. Oh, I'm going to come to your lecture. Right. But it's so funny that that's not even something conceivable. What do you mean pain-free? That's not possible. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. It doesn't, it doesn't compete. It computes. Mm -hmm. Right. That's crazy. And it, even with that dentist example... It, it, let's just say, just let's talk, this is stick with her shoulder. She had that ligament surgery. Who knows how many tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars she would have lost out on having to close her practice down or having to keep it open, but her services aren't available. Just that one little yes. incident that you saved her. It probably, that, that savings probably paid for the program 10 times over. Exactly. And she should have, she would have had to be in the sling for eight yeah. months and on and Rehab, on and on. And then of therapy. course. Yeah. And then when you have surgery, you don't know the other complications right. that are going to happen, yeah. you know? Staph infections or, or, or something going wrong and not quite being quite right. And, and yeah, there's so many complications yeah. that are possible. So, you know, and uh, we work with another gentleman and I'm telling you, people just really want the quick fix. Mm -hmm. We work with another gentleman. I told you the, the man who had arthritis in the knees and we got rid of the pain in four days. Right. So he put a, oh, and by the way, we have an affiliate program. So if, if, um, if the person wants to sign up to our affiliate program and refer somebody to us, then, you know, you get a commission, oh, which awesome. is great. So he put, 
Yeah, so he put an affiliate link uh, on his uh, channel, right, mm -hmm. on his Facebook, because he's like, oh, look, I have no more eBay. Yeah. And the comment below says, oh, well, does this come in a pill form because I'm allergic to working out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, you got to do the work. That... It, that's such the mantra of our society now. It's like, you know, I've heard of, I've heard of instances where people are like, I've worked here for six years, why, uh, six weeks. Why haven't I got promoted yet? You, yeah. you got to put in the work. You got to pay your dues. These, it's a, that's sort of the, the problem with social media and stuff like that. We just see the highlights. We don't see the 10, 15, 20 years that went in to having this moment. You see this richness, mm -hmm. famous, whatever it is you're looking at. You don't see what went into making this one moment that you're looking at. Yeah. So there is no quick. No, there's not. Quick fix. You got to do the work, but you know, you got to do the work anyway. So do the right thing. Yes. Make, make it, make it efficient and effective. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, speaking of this back pain, so I was reading on your thing. I'm just going to read this thing off you had there. It says, it says, did you know that back pain is a single leading cause of disability and the most common reason for missed work with 80% of Americans affected? That blew my mind. I, I'm, I'm fortunate. I know I've never had back pain in my life. I'm, I'm glad. I don't know however I figured that out or whatever. But what is this about? Why? What, what's happening here? Poor movement biomechanics, just uh, sitting on a computer all day long. Mm -hmm. Just lifestyle, not taking care of yourself. It's just what it is, wow. you know? Yeah, I don't know. And it's preventable. Yeah, I don't know if you can see, but I, I, I bought myself a standing desk a few years ago. This has just been the greatest thing ever. It's nice to be able to get up and stand up and, you know, have it, you know having these conversations and stuff like this. But these mm -hmm. simple things like this, you know, I, I just, that's just 80% of, you know, people. It's like in uh, yeah. North America. That's a yeah. lot. That's, that's yeah, that's a lot. And people, but people don't take care of themselves and, and they don't know, they don't have the answer. So they go to the chiropractor and then, okay, they get fixed a little bit for a day, then, but they don't do what is the second step, which is building the muscles around the spine. So it's a vicious cycle and it gets worse. And, and it's, there's no solution. It won't go away unless you do strength training. You know, yeah. so it's, a, it's an epidemic. Wow. That's and people think, and, and backache is the one of the easiest thing to fix. Yeah. Shoulder is harder to fix. Oh yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> I I just I severely dislocated my left shoulder in uh, high school. It took so long to rehab and finally feel strong. Yeah, it took so many years. Yeah, because it has so many intricate. Yeah, it took the, those uh, like little tiny muscles and stuff that you really don't use often. Those took so long to get back. And finally, um, some years now, it's been, it doesn't hurt. And I can do, like, I used to have such a hard time doing anything overhead. My arm would just go weak and numb and just fall over. It was mm -hmm. really a long time. I can really test, you know, a test to that shoulder is so hard. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, backache, uh, so easy. And, and again, lack of knowledge, not lack of education. So people go in a, a a vicious cycle mm -hmm. and just like that gentleman on that Facebook post you know like uh, doesn't it come in a pill a lot of people just don't want to do the work they prefer take, to take the pill yeah. you know yeah. and, and, that take, yeah. and that yeah and there is no pill I mean I'm sure if we went on Amazon right now there'd be 
400 things for back pain to, to push you like this or scoot you like that or whatever it is. And, and really like what you're alluding to, and it makes so much sense in my mind is, is you're missing that key element with strengthening those muscles. So think mm-hmm. there's stay in alignment and, 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 and keep your, your core up and everything up, which brings, I'm sure so many things into effect. If you're, if you're standing up straight, I'm sure that, you know, I would imagine brings your shoulders back and your hips in alignment, your knees in alignment, your ankles. And, and it really just, brings yep. so much to it and it's so simple it's not a gimmick or a gadget you can get on amazon or at you know gnc it's it's getting in the gym and doing the work that's and then it brings me to another thing that i've seen on your site which really these things just really just blow my mind is it says that 60 to 80 percent of accidents on the job with an estimated cost of 200 to 300 billion dollars a year to corporation are caused by stressed employees where is this coming from? How do we prevent it? Where's this fix for this? What, what are we getting at this? So that's another, just what we talked about, stress, you know, like the number one killer. And that's that's what happens. People are multitasking, they're stressed out. They're uh, walking around outside their body. They're running like a chicken without a head. Mm-hmm. They're ungrounded, unfocused. and uh, And they never their priorities is mixed up, mm-hmm. you know, like um, we talk to a lot of people, we explain just what we're saying and they have no time, no money, they got to do the work first. So it's, again, it's just like the backache. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta be willing and it has to do a lot with mindset. It's too bad that many times people decide to make the changes in their life when something wrong, really wrong happens. Mm-hmm. So they wait until, like, you know, until they're really like in a predicament, you know? Uh, So, so that, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at society. It's just like, uh, look around. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My, 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 you know, my grandma's been having knee problems and I've just, I've been telling her, I was like, you know, it's your lifestyle. uh, That's not why. How old is your grandma? Uh, 70 something. But I've been trying okay, to tell so her, I was like, your your diet and your and and, and and you're not you don't exercise, you don't do these things, and she, and that's not why. I'm like, and then she goes to the doctors and these orthopedic surgeons, and they're like, oh, we just need to do surgery. And I'm like, I'm like, no, like, you need yeah. to. I was like, I, I forget what it was. It's something like uh, for every pound of weight, it's like four pounds on your knee or something like that. I forget what the math was, and I just blew my mind. I'm like, so I was you know, trying to explain to my grandma. I was like, you're probably at least hundred pounds overweight. You're gonna, if you can just get rid of that 100 pounds, you're going to take 400 pounds of pressure off of your knees. You think that knee pain is going to go away? Hell yeah, it will. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> and it's never too, lo- too late to start, yeah. okay? So uh, personally, we work with people of all ages. Mm-hmm. I will tell you a, a little thing that I saw online. This woman started weightlifting when she was 87. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, she's 90 495 now she competes so she's a she's the only she wins every time because she's the only one in her class <laughs> <laughs> that's that that, that that um that older um black lady that did the bodybuilding oh no that's another oh, okay. one that's uh constantly no she's she's amazing yeah her i've seen too. her i've seen the videos but, on her yeah Unbelievable. that's somebody else yeah that's somebody else it's another one okay but uh this one is older this one is 94 95 but i will tell you that uh, she so she competes Mm -hmm. weightlifting and everything but what was amazing about her 
is that a few years back she had a car accident and she broke a spine. Oh no. And the doctors all told her that she should never lift again. Mm. Okay? And she didn't listen. She went back to weightlifting. Yeah. And she was supposed to be paralyzed for the rest of her life. Yeah. And now at 94, 95, she's back competing. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so there's many, many people. People say, oh, I can't work out with weights. I have scoliosis or I have this mm. or I have that. And do you know that it's the number one tool that you can do to, to get yourself back on your feet? Okay. Mm. As a matter of fact, there is um, this amazing movie that I re really love. It's called Bleed for This. Okay. And it's the story of a boxer. I forgot his name. But also he was a boxing champion and he also had a car accident, broke his spine, was supposed to be paralyzed mm -hmm. for the rest of his life, was told by everybody, doctors and all, not to go back to boxing, that it would be very, very dangerous for him. Mm -hmm. They suggested that he uh, has neck surgery to uh, fuse the spine. Mm -hmm. He refused because he had the dream to go back to boxing. Yeah. Through weightlifting, he rehabilitated himself and went back to boxing and won the championship. I forget which championship and what's his name. The movie's called Bleed for This. Mm -hmm. And these stories, you can hear them on and on and on and on. There are so many people that would be crippled, paralyzed, dead, if, there, if it wasn't for going to a gym and weight lifting, it is the fountain of youth yeah. and it is the number one tool to help with everything, even heart, yeah. diabetes, everything. And you can save time by doing that versus being on a treadmill over and over and over again for hours and hours, because with weightlifting, you will not only get your aerobic activity, your oxygen flowing and the heart pumping and all this, but you will have the muscle building activity, which will boost your metabolism, strengthen your bones. So you're going to get so many more benefits for that hour spent. Yeah. And I like to tell people too, you know, I think, you know, all this new stuff you're doing is, you know, it's really expensive. And I was like, you know, it's more expensive prescriptions and doctor's visits. And, Absolutely. And, and, and it, people just kind of take back and they're like, I never thought of that. I was like, I don't spend my time there. So I'd rather do this stuff now than have to spend my time, yeah. you know, in the doctor's office and, you know, filling out prescriptions. I know. So, I mean, some of these things to be so hundreds of dollars to fill these prescriptions and stuff. And I'd rather spend that money on, um, I'm doing the right things now, eating right, you know, taking yeah. care of my body now, getting into the gym. Um, what for you, what is it? What does a typical day look like for you? What does that, you know, first 60 to 90 minutes look like? What are the, the must do things? You, if you do, you set yourself up to win the day. Uh, okay. So uh, we don't train every day. So we train three times per week. Mm -hmm. So that is always that that's the, those three times a week. Yeah. That's it. And then it's all about uh, the business. It's all about uh, the rest of the time. It's about creating content. It's about reaching out to students. 
staying on top of everybody, doing social media, uh, creating, um, like now I'm very involved with the shows on, on the Fridays, so that takes a lot of my time. It's, uh, it's, it's continually educating people, putting content out, reaching out. So that's, uh, that's the day I like walking yeah. on the days that I don't, that I don't do the training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to take, you know, walk, get some fresh air. Yeah. Uh, that sometimes falls through the cracks, Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's something meditating. Mm-hmm. I love cooking. So there's a lot of things <laughs> I have to do, no, good. but, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. So there's just a lot of things, but mainly aside from the training, uh, and, I lo- and I love learning. I want to tell you that I spent 10 years researching and working very closely with uh, Stephen, and I still learn every day, so I love picking his brains. So anytime there is a, a new student or, or somebody new that, that comes on board where we review the programs, every case, everybody's different. Yeah. So I'm still picking his brain, and I still learn after 10 years. So if you think that just because... Uh, you you know something and you know it all. It's not like that. There's always more to learn. And Stephen, he's amazing. He's like this genius. And I'm at awe that there's always more, yeah. more, more, more to learn. You know, yeah. that's my passion, you know, to, to, so I love working with students and, uh, and uh, yeah, learning, learning is. That's amazing. Yeah. That that's that's a huge thing. A lot of people f- forget that once you're done with you know college or you know, high school or whatever, your learning doesn't stop there. It's it's a lifelong process, and the people that are succeeding mm-hmm. and really making a difference in this world are, are lifelong learners. Definitely. With with that, what what are you know the book or books that really have helped you the most on your journey that you would recommend others to pick up? So let's see. What about the book I wrote? Other than your books. <laughs> I will link. You've got uh, four books, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and the fifth one coming. I will yes, absolutely yes. link to all those, other than yours, which I, I've got some of those on my my uh, my list. I'm, those are in, the, in my rotation now. But what are some other other book or books that that really just okay. help you the most? So I want to tell you that before I became uh, doing this work, uh-huh. I was. Um, one of my work was working in children's education. Okay. Okay. And I know you're not going to expect this, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but my favorite book of all time is The Little Engine That Can. Oh, that's a, that's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> I'm putting that down, folks. If you guys kids and you haven't read it yet, go pick this one up. I, you know, I read... Uh, um, uh, Napoleon Hill. Uh, what what was that book? Rich. Rich. Yeah, yeah, I think I grow rich. Mm. I've, I've read all uh, all these books, many books, but and they're all helpful. But I can say that the little engine that could. It's so simple and it's so profound, mm-hmm. and it kind of sometimes we complicate things. I learned this working with children for so many years. We complicate things. Sometimes the answers are so simple, so right in front of us, and we're there looking, mm-hmm. you know, making things very complicated for us. Yeah. So, and, and that, that book, I follow those principles all the time. 
You know what I mean? You, yeah. There's a good lesson in there. Can, I mean, uh, perseverance, um, positive self-talk, you know, that attitude of I can, I can do this and I'm going to figure out a way and I'm going to do what I got to do to get things done. There's a lot of good, I, I never thought of this. I'm going to grab my son's book and we're going to go through this this weekend. <laughs> We're going to go, we're going to pull all the lessons from, from, <laughs> from this train and we're going to, that's a great recommendation. That's got to be the best recommendation I have had on this show. And then okay. I love it. I love it. It's out of the box. It's different. But like you were saying, it's simple. The message is there. Like, listen, listen to what's there. He's got a positive self-image himself. He knows he can, if he puts his mind to it, he can, he can accomplish anything. He can get up that hill. doesn't matter how much is connected to his train. That's a really good message. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you can read it in five minutes. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, and <laughs> so if you have no time. Person, there's no excuses. You don't have time. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So we'll link to all all of these things we talked about, all your social media, your website, and everything like that. Is there any other um, places you want to point people or send people to to either connect with you or learn about more about what you're up to? It's very simple. Go to drfitnessusa.com. Doctor is DR, the short version. Mm -hmm. Doctorfitnessusa.com. And right there on the homepage, you can schedule a free strategy session. That I recommend because if you're willing, ready to change your life, then just do that. Of course, we have a lot of uh, information and education all over the place. So the next thing that you want to do is to go to, why go to the gym anyway? Formerly called the Esoteric Principles of Bodybuilding. <laughs> I love that name. That we get people. <laughs> Why go to the gym anyway? And that airs on Friday morning at 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That airs on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, live. Mm -hmm. Okay. This show is the closest I've ever got to connecting all those dots. Mm -hmm. Last week, Addiction Recovery, that was an awesome show. Go back to uh, listen to that. This week, the yin and yang, how the male and female principle apply to your workout. That's mm -hmm. profound. Okay. okay, so you want to do that, join at Why Go to the Gym Anyway at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook or YouTube, Why Go to the Gym Anyway. You would definitely want to do that. And then, you know, find us on social media, Dr. Fitness USA here, Dr. Fitness USA there. Mm -hmm. YouTube, we have 300 plus videos on YouTube. Like us, share, Absolutely. comment, subscribe. <laughs> don't only take, yes. don't only take, yes. participate, yes. share, yes. comment, tell us hi, I'm here, <laughs> I'm listening. Right, Do right. you know sometimes I see people uh, on social uh, events mm -hmm. and they say, oh, I follow your post, I see you here. Uh, yeah. Well, why did you <laughs> say hi or like it? Yes, yeah, yeah I hear you. Share. I get, the, I get the same thing. I just love everything you're putting out. I'm like, you don't like anything though. You're not sharing it. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So join in, share. Sharing is caring. It is. It is. It is. And don't, don't be frantic folks. I'll, I'll link all of these things that she said at the social chameleon.show. Uh, you just go ahead and search for this episode. 
And it'll be right there with everything links to her and all the resources we've talked about. And then one last thing before we, we, we head out for the afternoon here on, on a social community show, we like to have a weekly challenge, um, something to get people going, get people um, having that action step, taking that first step. And I'd like to give that challenge to you. So I'd like to know what's this week's challenge. You're asking me? I'm asking you. It's yours. It's all <laughs> for you. I want you to challenge the people. I want, I want you. What, what is the one thing or whatever it is you want that, that you want to challenge people, that, that action step you want people to take, what do you want them to do after listening to this? They've gotten this far, two plus hours into this. What is that action step you want people to take? What do you want to challenge them to do? And how are you going to gauge their challenge? I'm curious. I don't know. I wish I, I knew. I get, I mean, I, okay. get feed, I get feedback from it. Um, I, I just, I, I, I want to put it out there to people. I want people to take action from this episode, I also cut this out and I put that out um, on social media and stuff as well. Like at least get this little snippet. And I really just hope people take action. I, I wish I knew a better okay. way of measuring it. I don't accept I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna tell you how you can measure this. I'm gonna challenge everybody to go to drfitnessusa.com okay. and book that strategy session. There it is. It's free, it's free. It has the potential to change your life. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you can talk all you want. Okay? Until you take action, it's not going to happen. So this is a gift from Dr. Fitness USA. I'm Batista. Dr. Fitness is the brand. He's my husband. Mm -hmm. Either me or him will take your call. I challenge you to book a strategy call by going to drfitnessusa.com and I will tell you how many people actually put the call. I love it. I, I look forward to hearing back how many people actually take the challenge. Listen, people, this is your life. This is your livelihood. This is your future for not just you, your friends, your families and neighbors and everybody that's around you that, that directly or indirectly depends on you and, and, and the things you contribute to this world. Don't, don't look this gift horse in the mouth. Take this challenge, get this free information, get these resources, change your life, improve your life. This is where it's at. And I have one more. Yeah. Can I have two? Go ahead. I challenge you to share this episode on your social media page. Perfect. Absolutely. Let's go, guys. Get it out there. Take these challenges. Patisa, this has been absolutely amazing. I learned so, so much, and I really hope everybody at home learned as much, too. Um, thank you very much for being on. I really, it really was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. I love being here and sharing all this. This is what we do. And thank you so much for having me and being a great host oh. and asking all these wonderful questions. You did your research. <laughs> you knew what you were talking about, yeah. which was great. And I really appreciated your time and uh, passion for helping people as well. Thank you so much. And so, like I said, folks, uh, everything we talked about, you guys can get it in the show notes at the social community in that show. We really went into a lot of stuff there and it, it was, it was a great time. And I'm just so absolutely fortunate that not only did I get to learn a lot, I get to share this with you folks. And as always, you guys, every month we've got a giveaway. We're always trying to help you guys and, and enhance your life with these things for you guys. Head over to the social community in that show slash pick me and get entered into this month's giveaway and enhance your life. Get these different things we've come across, we find that really, really bring our stuff together. And, you know, 
like like Batista was saying stuff, sharing this, share this with people. This is how we get the message spread. This is how we 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 pass on knowledge. Okay. Go do your research. When you find these things are working, when you see these things are working, share it. Share at least two other people. And the best way to support the show, best way to help this information, the best way to have a healthier uh, community and family and society is sharing this information. You know, get out there and don't be afraid. Don't don't let these things stand in the way. You know, share things with your community. Like this episode, share these different things, subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. You guys can follow us all week long on your favorite social media apps, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Leaving a like and review, this does help our show. Bring on great guests like Batista. And for all the links and everything we talked about here today in this episode and all past episodes, you guys can head over to socialchameleon.show. And until next time, get fit and keep learning and keep growing and transforming not just your mind, but your body into the person you want to become.